Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello, welcome to the podcast, the Motherhood Simplified podcast. This is your first podcast episode welcome. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Crystal Lockwood. I'm the founder of Motherhood Simplified. I'm a mom of five, and I help moms like you declutter and simplify their lives. So today we are talking about the nightly reset. And when I first started Motherhood Simplified, I started sharing this thing that I do every night, which is like wrapping up the dishes, clearing off our counters, and basically just getting our house ready for the next day so that when we wake up in the morning, it's super easy, right? I'm not waking up to dishes in the sink. I'm not waking up to yesterday's to-do list. I'm like basically getting a fresh clean slate and making it 
enjoyable or more enjoyable to wake up early in the morning, right? It's as enjoyable as it can be. And I thought that, you know, I was like coming up with something new. I thought it was like this really novel idea. And I was, <laughs> but turns out it's not new. It's not like a novel idea. A lot of people do this and teach it. And actually a lot of people grew up with families who did this and that's great. And I just want to share you that, share that with you because sometimes people are like, Krista's, she teaches in the nightly reset. Like it's my thing. And it's, it's not, it's, it is a thing that I do. And it is a thing that I teach. And it's also a thing that a lot of other people do and teach. They might call it something else. They might actually even call it the same thing. Um, I think it's a pretty normal name, right? It's a nightly reset. It's just a self-explanatory. You're resetting your house at the night. So you call it the nightly reset. Um, but that's great. It's great to know that other people do this and even call it the same thing because it proves that it's valid and it proves that it works. So the nightly reset and how it helps me. And actually real quick, I want to tell you that if you are listening to this, I'm going to be doing a nightly reset challenge and the description or the, the link to join that will be in the description so that if you want to do that with us in about a week or so, you can do that with us live. And if you miss it, cause you're listening to this podcast at a later date, no worries. I will do it again. And if you click on that link, it will redirect you to a wait list so that you can get on the list for the next one. But here's how doing a nightly reset helps me. And then we're going to talk about the things that you can and should be doing at your nightly reset and what you should not be doing during your nightly reset. Okay. So the nightly reset, it really helps me wrap up my loose ends at the end of the day. I have five kids. We're a family of seven. There's a lot of things going on inside of our house and it helps me just to kind of tie those up to get the things done that maybe I forgot to. And you know, how like when you go to bed at the end of the day and you're just thinking about everything that you didn't get done, you're thinking about like dishes in the sink, you're thinking about like those piles of stuff. You're thinking about, did I do something with that paper? The nightly reset helps with this because you're going through and, and doing those things and it, not all of the things, but some of the things. Okay. And we'll talk about that in a minute, but it also sets my next day up for success. So you know how we just talked about, you go to bed overwhelmed by everything that you didn't get done and you have to do the next day. If you go to bed like that, you wake up the same way. Like, oh my gosh, there is so much to do. I just woke up. It's frustrating. It's inconvenient. It slows you down and it's just not a great way to start your day. Now, doing the nightly reset has also been very helpful in me creating other routines that support my life, both by becoming more of a person who can stick to habits and routines, which is not my natural state of being, right? Like just giving myself evidence of like, I've been doing this every night. Like that is a routine that I'm doing on purpose, but it also gives me firsthand evidence that routines and habits do actually work because I tend to be naturally resistant to routines. I'm like, I'm a free spirit. I want to do whatever I want whenever I want to do it. And, and I do that, but if I don't have the structure that gets the things in my life that need to be done, done, then I don't get to have that freedom, right? If I want to be able to just take my kids to the park because it's a really nice day and we don't want to miss the weather, if the dishes are behind and, and I don't have routines and habits to make sure that those things are done, it's going to be harder for me to do those things. And even if I do go choose to do those things that I want to do, I'm going to come back home to the chaos and the mess and the stress. And it's just, it's so much easier 
And it gives me proof that routines and habits do have a time and a place in my life and they do work. So if that's you, I hope that that's encouraging to hear. Now, what is the nightly reset and how do you do it? So the nightly reset to me is doing the things that have to get done and will make your life easier. Doing the things like the dishes, those have to be done. It just is what it is. Eventually they're going to have to be done, right? You can leave them in the sink for as long as you want, but eventually they're going to have to get done. Same thing with laundry, same thing with picking up toys off of the floor and putting them back where they go. Same with the drop zone in your house, right? Those papers and random little toys and things that your kids put on the countertop or wherever your drop zone is. It's doing those things and doing those things that will make your life easier because it, you shouldn't be you know, doing a deep clean of your entire house, right? So for me, it's always the dishes, right? Wrapping up the loose end dishes that got thrown into the sink from snacks or leftover from dinner, picking up the floor, having everybody put their things back where they go if it's on the floor and clearing our drop zone. Now, ideally, the nightly reset at most takes us 15 to 20 minutes to do as a family. Most of the time, it's probably like 10 to 15 minutes. Some days that are particularly busy, it might be 20 to 25 minutes, but really it's not meant to be a time to like scrub the toilets and clean the shower and do a deep clean and mop, right? I will sweep, but I won't do like any mopping unless it's like a spot mop because somebody dropped their drink, you know? And doing, getting into the routine of doing a nightly reset is a really good way to gauge if you need to declutter because I can tell that it's time for us to start paring down things that we have when our nightly reset is taking too long consistently, right? If we have like a week in a row of like the nightly reset being 20, 25 minutes, we likely need to go through our toys and get rid of the toys because that's usually what takes the most time. Um, in our house right now, based on the season of life that we're in. Um, but it is a good way to gauge if you need to declutter. If you are spending your nightly reset just going through clutter piles and shifting clutter piles, um, that's a good sign that you need to declutter. If you are trying to do your nightly reset and you are too overwhelmed and distracted by all of this stuff and you just don't know what to do and it doesn't seem like finishing up the dishes or picking up the floor are a good use of your time during the nightly reset, then you likely need to declutter. And if all of this is sounding confusing and overwhelming to you, as far as like figuring out if you need to declutter or not, I highly encourage you to come join us for the nightly reset challenge, because I will be giving a daily, first of all, daily accountability to get you into the routine and habit with reminders to actually do your nightly reset. But it's also going to be a space to brainstorm the areas of your home that need decluttered the things that you should be doing for your home specifically that would make your nightly reset supportive of your life and your days rather than just saying, I spend 20 minutes cleaning every night and I've got it done, but it doesn't actually feel like it's supporting your life and moving you forward and making things simpler and easier for you. We want your nightly reset to be something that's very obviously like, yes, this makes my life easier when I do it. And if I don't do it, my life feels a lot harder, which is how I feel when I don't do my nightly reset. Because if I don't do my nightly reset, I'm waking up in the morning and we have messes to clean up from yesterday. I have to start my day off by doing dishes. You know, 
um, waking up and just having that visual clutter that makes me in my brain feel like I'm waking up already behind, which just doesn't feel great. So I would love to have you in the nightly reset challenge. When I do this nightly reset challenge, I am having a guest expert come on and her name is Christina Garrett. She is the founder of the Mamathon, and she's actually teaching a bonus workshop on her four pillars of productivity as a mom. She's also a mom of five. She homeschools them all and she teaches productivity for moms. That's a bonus workshop that you get. So I know you will love her and learn so much from her. I would love to have you in that challenge. Check the description for the link to join and I will see you on next week's episode. Have a great week. Bye. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.